As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Satan, the accursed one, is constantly trying to pull us astray. And how does he pull us astray? He distracts us. And what's his major tool of distraction? Doubt. If he can get you to start doubting what you're doing, all of a sudden, instead of being focused and being engulfed in faith, you become unfocused and are engulfed in doubt. And what does doubt do? Basically, it pulls you away from the path. And what is Satan trying to do? Basically, he's trying to pull you away from the path. So anything that takes you from moving in the appropriate direction, he's happy with. So he doesn't need you to commit violent sin. He doesn't need you uh, to steal or kill or... Uh, do all of the things that the Ten Commandments and all the rest of the law say you shouldn't do. All he needs you to do is doubt. All he needs you to do is lose concentration. All he needs you to do is lose faith. And doubt is a loss of faith. Now, faith is a very ephemeral thing. Sometimes it's strong, sometimes it's weak, because we can't carry it with us. We have to join it in a way that is not always obvious to us. We have to be able to maintain a concentration on the truth with a belief system that says, even though we can't see the truth, even though we can't see God, even though we can't see the resonance that drives us, we believe it. We feel it. At the core of ourselves, we know it's true. We know that we can have faith in it, and our faith will be fulfilled, because our faith is the truth because we were told by the Ketubs and by the prophets and by Allah himself that he is merciful and that his mercy will extend to us and save us and care for us but then when doubt creeps in lots of other things also creep in. We lose our repose. We lose our peace. Doubt makes you tremble. Doubt makes you fearful. And when you become fearful, all of a sudden you can't do the things that you would normally do. You can't pray. You can't be in a state 
of contentment because the fear takes the contentment out of you. It overrides contentment. It moves contentment aside and it brings you to the wall of chaos. And in chaos, there is no serenity. It's not possible unless you have passed the areas of time and space and no matter what the circumstances are, you've reached serenity. And there are those who are the friends of God, the Wali's, the ones who've learned to remain in peace all the time. Their peace can't be shaken. But for those of us who go in and out of peace, who go in and out of states, we have to understand that when fear enters us, we lose our state. So, what do we have to do? We have to learn how to go back into the state that is involved in faith. We have to go back into the state that is involved in contentment. We have to learn to know when we are not content and how to make ourselves content. We have to know when we are not peaceful and how to make ourselves peaceful. We have to understand that we have the tools within us to change our state. And that the momentary fear, momentary doubt, momentary chaos that we find ourselves in is not something that we are subject to. We can dismiss it in the same way our faith was dismissed. We can dismiss doubt. We can dismiss fear. How? Well, we've all had experiences where we have been in faith. We've all had experiences when we have been in peace. The mind doesn't know the difference between the past and the future. The mind sees the past as it sees now. It's just what's going on in the mind. Realize that. What's going on in the mind is the present of the mind. So if the mind is in 1968, that's where you are. If the mind is in 1978, that's where you are. That's your present. Now, assume that you had some kind of spectacular moment in 1978 when all was well and all was peaceful and all was strong, profound faith. Go back there. Then come back here. And you'll be in the moment with the faith that you had. Except it'll be the faith that is. And we have to constantly be in the place with the faith that is. So we can use 
the foibles of the mind to bring ourselves into the present. And if you really look closely at doubt and fear, they are not in the present. They are in what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day or next week or in future circumstances. And we treat those future circumstances as if they were going on now. So, to put it succinctly, we feel the pain of the future now. But we don't know what's going to happen in the future. So, we're playing a game our mind's playing a game with us that's twisting us around and creating scenarios that aren't real. Yet, our emotional fabric reacts to them as if they are real, and we become very confused. And we get pains in our stomach. <laughs> and we get headaches. And... We lash out at people because we can't handle that which we've imposed upon ourselves through our own hallucinations of what may be. So, if Allah has promised us mercy, if the Ketubs have promised us mercy, if the Prophets has, have promised us mercy, why don't we believe them? What is it in us that stops us from believing them? And some of that has to do with our own insecurities and our own abilities to believe that we're worthy, that we can, in fact, do what needs to be done on this path, that the path has been laid out not for others, but for us also, that we're included in this path of truth, that we're accepted into this path of truth, that we don't have to worry about those things. What we have to do is just move forward. What we have to do is just have faith. What we have to do is believe. And... As we believe, we become stronger in our faith and we're able to do away with the doubt that Satan is constantly trying to put on us. So we have to allow ourselves to be free. This song just popped in my head again, uh, and I, I've said this so many times. There's an old gospel song, and it says, My friends don't treat me like they used to since I laid my burdens down. And that's what it is. We have all of these worries and all of these burdens, and we continue to carry them. Now, if you take them and you put them away, your friends don't want to talk to you because they're still carrying them. And they cannot understand somebody who doesn't carry them. They cannot understand somebody who isn't in a state of fear, who isn't in a state of doubt. So they don't want to talk to you. 
The only way to overcome them, and you have to be strong, is to love. And you have to have a love that's so powerful that they can overcome the animosity they have towards you because you're not like them anymore and listen to what you have to say. So, as you go on this path, as you become free, the ones in shackles are going to cause, try, are going to try to cause you problems. Because they don't want you to be unshackled. They don't want you to be free. Why? Because they're not free. And those who are not free can't understand freedom. Ignorance cannot understand wisdom. Ignorance can't see wisdom. Ignorance doesn't know wisdom and can't know wisdom because it looks at things from an entirely different point of view. Faith is in the realm of the non-atom, of the non-material. Our shackles are in the realm of the material, in the, 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 the thought process and the worrying process of about what's going to happen in the material tomorrow or the next day or the day after. When we're removed from the material, we don't worry about it anymore. And when you're in the state of love, or in the state of mercy, or in the state of compassion, or in the state of gratitude, or in the state of kindness, or in the state of love, what is there to worry about? So the worry ends. The doubt ends. The more you can love. So what's the answer to doubt? Love. What's the answer to worry? Love. What's the answer to all of these problems in the world? Love. But understand that love takes you to the non-material. So we somehow have to leave the material into the non-material and understand the truth, hock, of the non-material. And what is the penultimate of the non-material? It's Allah and Allah's qualities. And once we work from love, once we work from compassion, once we work from tolerance, once we work from justice, we are in the midst of wisdom. Because the only wisdom there is, is God. God is wisdom. God is love. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of God, the merciful, the compassionate. God is mercy. God is compassion. There are different levels of wisdom. And what does that mean? It means how merciful you are. If you're merciful, that's one level. If you're more merciful, that's another level. If you're the most merciful, you're Allah. Who is the most merciful, the most compassionate? So, we are never at the point of the most merciful because we can always be 
more merciful. We need to understand that, but we also need to understand that we have to alter our being from being tied to, compliant to, and obedient to form to being tied to, compliant to, and obedient to non-form. And then there's no room for doubt, because doubt is entirely in form. Once we leave form and enter into love and compassion and mercy and justice, and those qualities fill our being, we are filled with Allah. And then we don't even have to have faith, because we know. It's another level. Once once Allah fills your being, you know. You can be a witness. I witness what compassion has done to me. I witness what mercy has done to me. I witness by how I have been changed by the truth. I am a witness to Haq. I am a witness to reality. And each of us was created to be that witness. And how do you become that witness? By becoming those qualities. Sometimes I think all the words come to the same point. And all the talking is about the same thing. But why? Because it can't be seen. It can only be felt and talked about and brought out into our actions. So we need to constantly repeat it because Satan is constantly whispering about doubt and about fear. And the newspapers are constantly writing about doubt and about fear. And the television and the radio are constantly broadcasting about doubt and about fear. And the leaders in the world are constantly pushing doubt and fear on their people. Look at the world situation. No wonder there's doubt and fear. But if you're a student of history, you'll know that this has always been going on. And there are the ones that escape and the ones that don't. We need to be the ones that escape. We need to be the ones who are not harnessed in by all of the doubt and fear that's being pushed into this world. We need to be free. And the fact that we live in America makes this freedom much easier because we can practice our freedom openly and without fear of rebuke. We don't have to hide the fact that we are free. So let's celebrate our freedom. Let's celebrate the joy of compassion and the joy of tolerance and the joy of mercy. And let's celebrate that Allah flows through us when we are in a state of tolerance and justice and mercy and compassion. 
We should have holidays every day for the fact that we are capable of being in that state. And if we don't have a holiday, we should at least have a private celebration five times a day in our prayers that Allah has given us the mercy to be in the state that we know we can be in. So let joy prevail. Let joy run through our veins. Let joy run through our mind. Let joy be the overwhelming emotion of our being. That which ignites us and keeps us going. Let joy bring a smile to our faces so that we can bring a smile to others. And the world will become a better place one smile at a time, one heart at a time. And let us not, because of what we see in the material world, be discouraged from what we know is the truth. And let's be strong in that truth. And if we can do that, our lives will alter and they'll become easy and they'll become an example of what life should be like in this world. And then we can become Muhayyadin, the one who walks truth around. We've been given the opportunity to meet men who've walked truth around. Let's become like them. Their intention was for us to become like them. Let us merge our intention with their intention. Let's become the truth. Let's do away with falsehood. Let's stop worrying about that which is going to disappear over time. Anyway, let's not focus on the temporary. Let's focus on the eternal and become part of the eternal. May it be so for each and every one of us. Amen.